You're listening to a DM podcast. I still say you're bluffing, Cogswell. I don't believe it. Well, it's too bad, Spicely. It's been a nice, friendly rivalry. But that's space business. <laughs> Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Mr. A+, and I hope you all are doing well. You've probably heard of the fact that I frequently mention Hanna-Barbera often on the podcast, right? Well, I'm going to tell you all about Hanna-Barbera, what it is, and what they were famous for. A lot of people in my generation have never heard of it, mostly because we never grew up with those shows. Animated shows like our parents did. Surprisingly, I did because my parents ex- introduced them to me at, at such a young age. My knowledge of Hanna-Barbera also extended through years of research due to me constantly web surfing. It's something I tend to do in my spare time. Today, I will be reviewing one of their shows, one of their most famous ones, The Jetsons to be exact. So, I'm inviting you all to join me on a journey of nostalgia for some and others, an introduction to something that's new for them, but to all, something that's vintage but perfect. First off, I'm going to tell you all what Hanna-Barbera was. Hanna-Barbera was an animation studio that opened in Los Angeles, California in July 1957 and lasted till 2001. And why 2001? It's because Hanna-Barbera, the studio itself, was dissolved and and reabsorbed into Warner Brothers Animation. So now, Hanna-Barbera only exists as a library today, a library of their past work. Hanna-Barbera may seem like a feminine name, but it was actually a combination of the surnames of two men, William Hanna and Joseph Barbera. They produced some of the most successful and beautifully animated shows during the 1950s, 1960s, 1970s, 1980s, and 1990s. Most of their shows revolved around families, friendships, and close partnerships. That's one of the, one of the main reasons why I really love their work so much. And because the 1960s was a time when television was pure. A lot of their shows, they did ones like Yogi Bear, Scooby-Doo, Wacky Races, The Jetsons, The Flintstones, along with Jabberjaw, The Secret Squirrel Show, The Perils of Penelope Pitstop, Dastardly and Muttley in their flying machines. A lot of those are, are very old vintage shows. But they're very funny and highly entertaining. If you're a huge fan of animation, even vintage animation, I highly recommend these shows for you to see. A lot of these shows came from an era in the 20th century known as the Golden Age of American Animation. Other animated shows from that time introduced Looney Tunes and many of Walt Disney's animated films during his lifetime. The work of Hanna-Barbera was introduced to me at such a young age by my parents because they grew up with it. The shows that they introduced me to were were Scooby-Doo, 
the Flintstones and the Jetsons. Today I'm going to be reviewing one of those shows, which is the Jetsons, actually. Meet George Jetson! The Jetsons is a television show that was a counterpart to the Flintstones. In the Flintstones, every, it was set in prehistoric times and everything was rock or stone based. Whereas in the Jetsons, everything is space themed. It was set in 2062, a hundred years from, from the year that the show debuted in 1960. 1962, which by coincidence was the year my father was born. Just a fun fact. Anyway, in the Jetsons, it featured so many things of everyday life that we don't have yet, such as robots that do everything for us, flying cars, and buildings high above the ground, all that all that stuff. But we're still a long way yet from getting to that stage. The Jetsons are centered around the Jetson family, consisting of the mother and father, George and Jane Jetson, their two kids, their daughter, Judy Jetson, their younger son, Elroy Jetson. They also have a robot maid named Rosie and a dog named Astro. George Jetson was voiced by Georgia Hanlon, Jane Jetson was voiced by Penny Singleton. Judy Jetson was voiced by Janet Waldo, who was actually one of Hanna-Barbera's most frequent voice actors. And she had a breathy teenage voice. Elroy Jetson was voiced by Doss Butler, one of Hanna-Barbera's top talents. Astro was voiced by Don Messick, another one of Hanna-Barbera's top talents. And Jean... Vanderpaul was also one of Hanna-Barbera's top talents as well, because she was mostly famous for being the voice of Wilma Flintstone in The Flintstones. Some other characters that were featured in the show were Mr. Spacely, George Jetson's boss. He was voiced by one of the most legendary voice actors of all time, Mel Blanc. Mrs. Spacely is the owner of Spacely Space Sprockets, a factory that, that produces sprockets. I'm not too sure what sprockets are mostly used for, but they're used on bicycles, from what I know. George Jetson is employed at Spacely Sprockets. His job title is a digital index operator. His job consists only of pushing a button numerous times for a certain amount of hours, for a certain amount of days, but apparently he finds that job to be murder which I do find hard to believe because these are my thoughts on it. In this show, there is no hard hard labor. All, all the person has to do is push a button to summon robots to have tasks done for them. That's all you have to do, just push a button. But despite that, they still complain about doing hard labor. There is no such thing as hard labor in that, in that time. And besides, how is pushing a button hard work? Anyone can do it. It's one of the most simple things that anyone can do. It's peanuts. But if you complain about having to push a push a button numerous times, that is, there's definitely something wrong with you because that is not hard labor. I know hard labor, but I'm not going to get into it. <clears throat> but those are my just my thoughts anyway. 
Anyway, back to the review. Spicy Sprockets has only one competitor, at least. Another factory called Cogswell Cogs, a factory that produces cogs. Cogswell Cogs is owned by a businessman called Mr. Cogswell. Spacely and Cogswell absolutely loathe each other, and they're always trying to find ways to put each other out of business, which is a little bit petty if you ask me. That's the only form of competition that Spacely Sprockets has, but, it's, but it was revealed in an episode of the second season that Spacely and Cogswell were were competing with each other to get to the top of their business class when they were younger. Sounds a little bit high school, but all right. You see, the Jetsons consisted of three seasons. The first one aired from 1962 to 1963. The second aired from 1985 in 1985, while the third aired in 1987. I'm not too sure why they revived the the show so many years later, but it's just what happened. The Jetsons is an animated television series that consists of at least 87 episodes. I've been re-watching them recently, and, and they're all pretty funny. They're quite engaging, if you're really into things like that. And, and I'm also quite sorry to say that all the cast members of, of the Jetsons have all passed on. I actually grew up with the Jetsons myself when I was a kid. One day in December 2006, when I was 12 years old, I was in Kmart one day, saw the first season of the Jetsons available on DVD, so I bought it and watched the episodes since then. But at some point, many years later, in the mid-2010s, I donated it because I no longer wanted it. Then last year, I actually got back into Hanna-Barbera. I started watching some of their shows on YouTube, then decided that I wanted to get them on DVD. And so I started purchasing more of them on eBay. So I have, I have at least 14 shows in my possession. I can actually do a few impersonations of two characters from the Jetsons. Well, Astro and Mr. Cogswell. Astro had a, had a voice very similar to Scooby-Doo. They sounded almost alike. You know, you could almost tell that there was... Not really much difference, because Don Messick was was really one of the greatest. And Mr. Kongsort was voiced by Doss Butler. He's another one of my inspirations for voices. Since you're familiar with Scooby-Doo, you're probably going to tell how I'm going to sound as Astro. I'll give you a few examples of Astro. And this is his voice, but this is my impersonation of them. <clears throat> Where? Right off. Ryan Rungry. Oh, rats. There's a few from Astro. Now I have a few from Mr. Cogswell. I got a hand to you, Spice Lane. You got a lot of gumption challenging me to a round of golf. Huh. I saw him like a flea challenging an elephant. <laughs> a few more. Hiya, Spice Lane. Did you accept my offer? Now when do we merge? The first Sunday that comes in the middle of the week. Now, now, Spice Lane. <laughs> 
Let's not be bitter. After all, you will still be one of my vice presidents. Smoke, Spicely? No, thanks. There's too much hot air around here now. You'll realize, of course, that uh, if we don't merge, it could mean the end of Spicely Space Rockets. You're bluffing, Cogswell. Not at all, Spicely. Our research boys have engineered a scientific breakthrough which will make space rockets as obsolete as jet engines. I still say you're bluffing, Cogswell. I don't believe it. Well, it's too bad, Spicely. It's been a nice, friendly rivalry. But that space business... <laughs> if you change your mind, you know where you can reach me. Well, just don't hold your breath waiting. A riveting entry, Spicely. So basically, that was one scene of dialogue between Mr. Spacely and Mr. Cogswell. Doing voice is just a lot of fun for me because it's what I've always wanted to do since I was a kid. Be a, be a voice actor myself, professionally. But I also learned through my research of Hanna-Barbera that Doss Butler had a specific way of creating voices for his characters. He would basically impersonate the voices of popular celebrities from back in the 20th century. For example, Wally Gator's voice was based on Ed Wynn. He voiced the Mad Hatter in Disney's Alice in Wonderland. Yogi Bear's voice was based on that of Art Carney. He was famous for playing Ed Norton in The Honeymooners, a sitcom from the 1950s. While Snagglepuss's voice is based on that of Bert Lahr, who played the Cowley Lion in The Wizard of Oz. I know all this stuff because I've been researching about this stuff for years and because I'm a huge fan of pop culture. The Jetsons is a show that that presents a reality where everything is, is much easier and a lot more convenient for us as people. But for some reason in that show, people still complain about doing hard labor, but really, there's nothing to complain about. But it seems to me that some people some, somehow find a way to find something to complain about, which I didn't think would be technically possible. But here we are. In that time, it seems like that, that life seems to be more or less of a picnic compared to, to our present time. In our present time, we, we still perform manual labor. We don't have robots performing tasks for us. We have to do it all of it ourselves. If any of you have not heard of The Jetsons or haven't seen it, I recommend watching it because it's a very wholesome, entertaining show and it brought me a lot a lot of joy. It's definitely something very interesting to watch. I don't think it's available on any streaming services, so your best bet would be Googling it or getting DVD copies. But for that, I would recommend either Amazon or eBay, whichever whichever has them in stock. Well, everyone, I wanted to tell you all, now you know what Hanna-Barbera is and what they were famous for. If any of you haven't heard of the themed song of the Jetsons, it consists mostly of music and only four lines. It goes like this. Meet George Jetson. Here's boy Elroy. Daughter Judy. Jane, his wife. 
Those were the only lines in the theme song, so it's mostly music. Really recommend that you give this a, a review yourself because it's quite entertaining and pretty wholesome. Because like I said, the 1960s was a time when television was pure. In contrast to a lot of today's content, this is Mr. A Plus signing off for now. Remember to, to tune in for the next time, but between now and then, keep it cool and take care of yourselves. Mr. A Plus, signing off for now. Have a great day, everyone. Right, Buffy George!